episode 22. If you listened last week, you know that we left off right after Hagar is visited by an angel and told to come back to Abraham and Sarah. Let's jump right in there. From there, we got 13 years Yeah, that little Ishmael's growing up. 13 years goes by. Not another mention. God doesn't come and tell Abraham this isn't the seed. All those years. Why? <laughs> I don't know. Why? I mean, so we see basically every three or four years, Abraham forgets God's promise, right? He's walked away from it. Up until... Well, he's achieved the promise that he feels. Right. That they feel like Ex- they put into place and they've they've achieved God's goal. So he's like... Exactly. We, we fit it. I think that between Genesis 16 and Genesis 17, yeah. that 13 years that we see between um, Ishmael's conception and the next time that we see God talking to Abraham about it, I really think that Abraham believes that Ishmael was the yeah. son that he God was promised him. Yeah. And so he doesn't have any, like, you don't see that doubt, and you don't see in it him creating a new method of nope. getting what's been promised <laughs> to him, because he sees this as the solution. <laughs> Until he hears from him again. <laughs> right. But then in 17, God comes down and says, okay, so I've made a covenant with you. And you're going to have a mark, the mark of this covenant. It's going to be right. something that we've talked about. Exactly. And this is the best part about skipping around the Bible. We've already we already know <laughs> we what already this covered means. it. The covenant, a little snip, snip, little snippy, snippy, circumcision. Yeah. Um, this is when God actually changes Abram and Sarai's name to Abraham and Sarah. He reminds him again. He says, "I guess what you're going to you're going to be the father of many nations. <laughs> you're older." And Abraham says, "Well, what about Ishmael?" He's my firstborn son. I want. I, he, he's my heir. I want you to to take care of him. Isn't he the Isn't he the rightful heir? And God says, No, no. I told you that I was going to give you a son. Right. You and Sarah. And this, you and Sarah are going to have a son. And I think this is the first time he says, Sarah, that you and Sarah are going to have a son. You're going to name him Isaac, and he's going to be the one that does this. But because you've asked, I will bless Ishmael. Exactly. And because he wanted him to be taken care of. I mean, he's a father. This is a 13-year-old boy at this point, you know? Right. He's probably bonded. Oh, yeah. Walked all over the land that they they moved to and, you know, is hanging out with dad. Right. Here's my question about this, though. So you've got 13 years raising this son. Before that, you had eh, eight or 10 years raising a servant called Eleazar. Right. You don't hear anything about him. Not anymore. Did he just accept that he wasn't there? Right. (laughs) I mean, just moved on. Yeah. So that's, yeah, we, we, yeah. Yeah. So I'm <laughs> curious be. about that, but that's the thing. So you, you have God come down and remind him again. And then what do we do when God reminds us of our promise? Then we say, well, well, but wait, wait, but wait a wait, second. Wait, I want more. Yeah. That's not good enough. <laughs> what you promised me is not good enough. I need you to do this too. Exactly. And that's what Abraham does. He says, well, yes, I want that. I want all of that, but I've already stepped out and did this. Mm-hmm. And now I have Ishmael. Right. I, I want you to take care of Ishmael, too. Can you do that? Yeah. And he says, yes, because yep. you asked, I'll do it. I can do that. So then, <laughs> so, so we've gone through, at this point, we've gone through five chapters of Genesis, and it's taken us 13 years. And now the next three chapters of Genesis are going to take place in a year. Like a year, year and a half. Yeah, year, yeah. year and a half. Yeah. So. I mean, at that point, Sarah, Sarah this is the first time that, you know, uh, God includes Sarah in verbalizing that she is going to have a child. 
Right. And now she is 90 when he's born. But I mean, and she gets told, hey, guess what? This this child, this heir is going to come through you. Right. <laughs> At 89 years old. Right. And she laughs. Yeah. And so it, and that's, this is a good story that I, I have my own view on and I don't have any like real well, reference to back here. Up. But in this is it, our podcast, right? In, yeah. In Genesis 18, Sarah and Abraham are by an oak grove, I think. Uh, they're by a grove of trees. They have a tent set up and these three men appear out of nowhere. Exactly. Abraham treats them like he's supposed to. He goes tests, out, wait under this, wait <laughs> under this tree, let us get some water to wash your feet, goes out, kills a lamb, mm-hmm. tells Sarah to bake some bread. He's going to feed them, take care of these these weary travelers. Exactly. Well, they confirm this covenant or exactly. this promise that yeah. God's given them. And then Sarah kind of chuckles to herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 89 years old. I could do that. <clears throat> well, then we find out that these three men are, are God. Exactly. And so this is the thing that I think, and I don't have a whole lot of proof, but I feel like you're looking at the Trinity here. I like it. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Because why else would you have three men that are God? So, uh, <laughs> I like, like it. I like it, though. I see some proof. Because they, they speak about it, you know? I mean, they they refer to the three people. And so I... Here's another Here's another thing. That butter, not butterfly effect. Mandela effect for me. I distinctively remember reading this story as, as a child. Okay. And I thought, and I didn't see it reading this, unless maybe I overlooked it, but I thought that these three men, God, at least one of them were God. At least one. At least one of them for sure was God, because the Bible says so. But when she laughs and gets called out by God, mm-hmm. I thought for sure that I was taught when I was younger, and I read the story, that she was mute until Isaac was born. Really? Yep. But it's a, <laughs> like I said, I think it's a Mandela effect. Okay. Because I didn't see that anywhere. But I remember... I I remember as a kid hearing that she laughed, and because she laughed, God punished her by taking away her voice for the year, for the next year. And he said, when I come back in a year, you will have a son, but until then, you won't speak. Interesting. But I didn't find it anymore. I, yeah, I, I haven't heard that. So, Berenstain Bears thing. Right. Mandela effect. Oh, gotcha. I, I remember yeah. Berenstain, Berenstain Bears is what it is now, but I remember as a kid, they were Jewish. They were Berenstain Bears. Oh, were they? Oh, Yeah. They were. <laughs> so they changed the name. Mm-mm. No? No, you can't find the books with the E anymore. Yeah, it's, it's a whole, it's it's a a whole, whole other thing, huh? internet wormhole. I had no idea. If you don't know what the Mandela effect <laughs> is, you can Google it and expect to lose about three hours of your life to it. So, wow. So there's that. But I, I distinctly remember hearing this, Sarah. But there's no proof of that. So that's right. just something that I've somehow adopted, somehow made yeah. up over the probably dealing with some kind of childhood trauma. That gives us this next thing that we do as humans, as Christians, and that's lack of faith. We completely lose faith in God. At this point... How in the world are you going to do this? It's been a year. laugh in his face. Yeah, it's been a year since Abraham not only circumcised himself and Ishmael. Right. He went through his house. Everyone in his house. Every male in the house. Yeah. He snipped. (laughs) All of them. Here's the covenant. And so I can promise you... If you if I'm not your heir, if I'm a servant in your house and you come through and cut uh-huh. my foreskin off, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm not gonna forget quickly. No. No, it was probably a good time period. <laughs> yeah. So Sarah laughing about it right. 
I would think that she's heard the the groanings. The groaning and the moanings. The groanings of all the men in the house over right. the last year. Yeah. That son of a... And now, but, another promise. But the no, prom- the original promise. But yeah, she laughs at God, and God says, nope, yeah. you've forgotten. <laughs> and then she, here's the best part of it. She goes, I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh. <laughs> God, she denies God, laughing. God says, yes, you did. <laughs> That's it. Like, Yeah, you did. That's it. Really? Which makes me... It just it just makes me so so happy to know that we're gonna find stuff out right when we get to heaven we're gonna be like God's got a sense of humor yeah so they might even be like so we listened to your podcast <clears throat> let's clarify some stuff <laughs> right <laughs> right but, hey we had fun doing it <laughs> so a year later Isaac's born yep to Isaac's Abraham here. Abraham's a hundred and Sarah's ninety Ishmael's proof that God is 14. faithful yeah twenty five years later we find find God being faithful. Showing, hey, I I said it. I said this. I had a plan. Bam. And, and now it's finally come to pass according to my plan. If you guys covenant. would have just listened to me earlier and just right. done what I told you to do, this probably could have been over 13 years ago. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think. I but think time, that God has a timing. There's a lot of people today wishing that they maybe wouldn't have rushed that. Right. Exactly. Uh, there's um, nations that probably. I had a guy that worked for me. Yeah. I. Really respected, great worker. Got to know him really well. He was from Iraq, devout Muslim. Ramadan wouldn't eat until dark. Like, right. and I'm talking to him one day, and you know we we talk religion, we talk politics. Oh, that's good. I wasn't a super like I was not a, a super committed Christian at the time. I still called myself a Christian, but I wasn't right practicing. But I knew enough <clears throat> that we could talk. Right, and so we were talking. He had no problem with Christianity. But boy, I made, I asked him one thing about Jews, mm-hmm. pure hatred. Oh, yeah. There, no questions asked. It was, yeah. they're scum. They're, they're scum. They're the lowest of the low. And so when you look at this, you see that's kind of what God said when he, when he told Hagar that you're going to have this wild man that, exactly. that doesn't get along with any of his people. Exactly. That's what's going to happen. So we're going to see that in a little bit too. So, so Isaac's born at yep. 100. Couple years goes by. It says the Bible says that when Isaac is weaned, or right. by the time he's weaned, so I, I would say two ish. I think it's pretty common that kids are like off breast milk around right. two. Okay, um, Aria was was two. She probably would have went a little longer had we not went on a mission trip and been gone for two weeks. But yeah, she was eating solid food, so it was gotcha. like she so was she just weaned. She off was just drinking milk like to go to sleep and as comfort. So two two is about the number that I think most breastfeeding. Mom, shoot for. Ishmael's looking at like 13, 14. Yeah. You know? Well, yeah, probably 15, maybe. 14 or 15. Yeah. They're having a party. Sarah sees Ishmael making fun of Isaac. Exactly. Sarah loses her mind. Yeah. Uh, like any mama very, bear. Mama bear. Yeah. She's very, waited 25 years. <laughs> yeah. Very mama bearish. <laughs> she goes to Abraham and says, Nope, I want him out. I yep. want him out of the city. Kick him out. And Abraham has a problem with it because it's his son. He's treated him like his son. He's exactly. used him as his son. And so he goes to God and God says, do what Sarah tells you. Yep. I will take care of Ishmael. The next morning, Abraham sends Hagar out with water and food. Yep. Um, he says he's strapped it to her shoulders. I would assume that that's probably got a few days worth of water and food. Mm-hmm. She runs out of water. And I think that you see this, the same thing that we saw in Abraham and Sarah earlier that we still do today. Yeah. Hagar just completely loses faith. Once she's again, got, even though she's been told that she'll be taken care of. 
Yeah. She's got this 13, 13 to 16 year old boy. They're out of food. She puts him under a bush basically mm-hmm. to put him right. in the shade. Yep. She goes a couple hundred miles or a couple hundred yards away, sits under a bush. She says, I don't, I don't want to watch my son die. Exactly. God comes down and says, don't worry. I provided a well. There's water. There you go. To take care of them and promises them again. Hagar basically separates out. Yeah. Waiting, waiting to die, waiting for her son to die. God shows up. God shows up, which is what happens. God shows up. Yeah. (laughs) But she completely lost all faith. You know, she's been given this promise back in chapter 16. She's been given this promise that she's going to have more descendants she can count. Yep. And she's. She forgot that promise. I I mean, we're talking (laughs) 15 years later. She's forgotten all about it. She's worried about death. Yeah. (laughs) 15 years later, she completely lost the fact that. God promised her her son was going to be a wild man. He was going to have a ton of descendants. And he says, nope, it's going to be great. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Your son's going to grow up. He's not going to get along with any of his family. Right. It's going to be a constant exactly. battle, which is is it. He's still battling. It goes <laughs> goes back to my friend from Iraq. They hate each other. Right. Like, there's no question. Yeah. And that's what that's what God tells her. He says, yeah. they're not going to get along, but he's going to be taken care of. Right. And I think that that's, it's God's promise. God promised Abraham that he was going to give him all these descendants. And so even even though there's a split, right. the covenant that he gives to Ishmael is a second part of the covenant that he gave to Abraham exactly. that was supposed to be no, Isaac. Yeah, totally. And so you have these unintended consequences, which should have just been all of these people living harmoniously exactly. as Isaac's descendants. Then, but division. But instead you've <laughs> got this split and you've got this division yeah. that— are still fighting Today. thousands of years <laughs> later. And so I think that's that's what we have to remember. Like when we get to the point that we're going to make our own way mm-hmm. and we're going to take take our own steps in a different direction to, to get God's will, to speed it. God's will, <laughs> there are going to be consequences yeah. at the end of it that will be just as negative for your generations and generations as they will for you until somebody can fix that. Exactly. You know, and so that's, one of those things, like I said at the beginning of this, we're gonna. This is gonna feed us into going in deeper into Abraham. Oh, that's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's gonna be great because, like, even just reading this, it was hard to get just this story without going into more of the Abraham side of it. But it, it's good. I think reading. it was a good focus. Eight chapters in Genesis talking about you know God's promise and 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 what happens when we don't f- wait on Him. You know, right. so it's like, and we'll come back to Ishmael. Um, oh, but of course, well, Ishmael is going to be one of one of the ways that we see one of the eight promises that God gave Abraham. Let's go ahead and recap what we've what we see through the Abraham, Sarah, Hagar, and Ishmael mm-hmm. situation. God, God will give us a promise, even if we doubt and we we envision what what is different. God's going to come back and remind us of that promise. Right. He's going to show us the truth. If you're not patient, if you don't trust, give your trust fully to God. Oftentimes we will create our own way to make God's God's will. Exactly. And I'm using air quotes, God's yeah, will we, to come to pass. It. From there, once we start to get a small taste of that promise and mm-hmm. we can like feel it coming and we know that it's coming, like we fully accept that it's gonna be there. A lot of times we're like, that's not enough. Exactly. We want more. Yeah. Give me more. People around us, maybe even people involved. You know, right. Abraham at this point is being faithful. His wife's not. Exactly. Yeah. No. I mean, there's still a division in the household. So there's the possibility <laughs> that even though you understand what you're being promised, the other people that are involved may not. Right. So you want to make sure that you keep the faith there, 
even when others don't, because God's always going to be faithful, and that's going to feed into other people losing faith Yeah, at, on their promises, too. Exactly. They just don't see coming, and you've got to remember that if you try to do any of those things along the way, if you step into that envisionment that you have, that false vision, or if you step Touch. into creating your own way, you're going to have unintended consequences. Exactly. Totally. Tune in next week to hear the eight promises God gave Abraham. Thanks for joining us today on Salt and Rock. If you liked what you heard, feel free to reach out to us at saltplusrock at gmail.com. That's all letters, S-A-L-T-P-L-U-S-R-O-C-K at gmail.com. If you'd like to become a contributor to Salt Plus Rock, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com slash saltplusrock. Once again, all letters, S-A-L-T-P-L-U-S-R-O-C-K, where you can give a contribution as small as $5. Hey, every little bit helps. 